Hey y'all, I am back with another episode of Sincerely Alicia. Mm-hmm. I don't know what episode this is. Is this episode eight? I think this is episode eight, y'all. I want to say, don't quote me, because I'm not freaking f- sure, but um, I was supposed to say freaking fucking. <laughs> I'm not sure, but either way, welcome back. Okay, and as I said it last time, we're going to talk about motherhood, y'all. And this is definitely a podcast that I would send to um, my male friends and family members. I'm definitely going to send this shit to my nephews, okay? Because y'all need to know. And it's some things that your mother would never just say to you because mothers don't be wanting to put that on you, you know what I'm saying? But. They be wanting y'all to, to take it easy. Take it easy on them, okay? Because I be wanting folks to take it easy on me. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll do it like this. I'm going to give y'all what I feel is the real, unfiltered, Alicia's version of what motherhood has been for me thus far. Okay? And I'm going to tell y'all. Some of y'all ain't lived in the hood, but I've lived in the hood, okay? I'm not talking about Humboldt, Tennessee, okay? I'm talking about Gary, Indiana, okay? Yes. Home of Michael motherfucking Jackson, okay? I grew up in there, but I'm telling you, this is probably the worst hood I have been in, for sure, for sure. And at first, like, I feel like your mothers tell you that it's ghetto but they don't tell you that it's ghetto you just kind of look at them like okay bitch <laughs> you doing too much okay like and i don't care what y'all say y'all kids be calling y'all some bitches in the head i know they do i know they do have y'all not seen that tiktok where um the boys uh not the boys but it was boys and girls but people were you know telling their kids like tell me what you honestly be thinking when um when i yell at you like tell me what you really think um uh, and some of them kids was because like this one boy said i be thinking in my head this bitch tripping again the boy looked like he was all about eight or so and i was like damn then nigga one playing <laughs> he tired of you tired of you sis but they told you what they didn't tell you, you know what i'm saying they complained a lot they fussed a lot or whatever because they was tired and and you 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 got it but she was like damn ease up on me because i ain't asked to be here you know what i'm saying and i and as you get older you're supposed to evolve and you're supposed to be able to see both sides because at one point you were just somebody's child and then now you have a child if that's something that you choose to do and i'm not getting on here and saying that that this is uh you know what i'm saying a gift from god and every woman should experience it is that's not what i'm saying okay don't put words in my mouth don't think that's where this is going because i am an advocate for if you don't want no motherfucking kids please don't have no motherfucking kids unless you are a surrogate because then them is somebody else's kids you know what i'm saying but if that is not the case if you do not want these children do not have these children and surrogacy does include for me for me you're a surrogate if you are already deciding to give the child up for adoption right for me that makes you a surrogate okay you have no plans on you know being a parent to this child you are going to let somebody else do it 
Okay, might as well be a surrogate. Okay, I understand that there's different emotions that come in there. I I know I know several adoptees. I know that it's a very different situation. But what I'm saying when I say surrogate, I mean you're having a baby for somebody else. Okay, thank you. If it's not that, do not have these children. Do not put people on this planet that you have no business being with or you have no plans on helping them evolve past the things that you are going to give them the trauma the generational curses you know what i'm saying wrong information because we all get shit wrong your job as a parent is when you learn what's right you then teach those things to your children some of y'all don't be doing that some of us don't be doing that i try to do that and a lot of times it is confusing for kids and i understand it but but i got to tell my kids the real and sometimes I give them wrong information. I have to come back and be like, hey, hey, that wasn't right. This was written. I'd be like, why did you say that? Well, this is what I thought it was, but this is what it really is. Okay? A lot of times, my son know I'm the Google queen, baby. I will get on Google, find a credible source, and give you the answer. Right? Right. Okay? And I'm just going to say this. Google is a search engine. It is not a source. Motherfuckers used to try to get cute with me all the time when I first started on, like, being being out loud with my spiritual journey. And they was like, oh, y'all love to use uh, Google as a Google's not a credible source. Bitch, Google's not a source. Google's a search engine for sources. You thought you was cute and you thought you ate, but bitch, you're starving still. Okay? <laughs> check your mama, don't check me. Anyway. I will get on Google and find something, okay? So I can educate and we can elevate. You know what I'm saying? That's what education is to me. I'm always trying to look for my next elevation. Like, not to say that I am not appreciating the level that I am at this point. But I feel like when I help myself that I can then help other people. You know what I'm saying? This is bigger than me. I'm trying to raise five men up to be good men. I don't say perfect men. What I say, good men. Okay? Men that know how to be partners to somebody else. Okay? Men that know how to cook, clean, wash clothes, okay? They know what deep cleaning is versus organizing. You know what I'm saying? They understand that a woman's job is not there to serve them, but to be a helpmate, okay? Not that shit that y'all be trying to, oh yeah, she be a helpmate. And she'll rub your feet and rub your back and kiss your ass because you pay all the bills. Ah! It's a no for me, then. <laughs> it's a no for me nah that ain't what i'm saying it's a partnership 50 fucking 50 and what we do know especially in today's society where women are going out and getting their bread they going out and getting their shit it's not 50 50 why because men cannot have children and they cannot breastfeed and they don't deal with the the turmoil that women deal with being at the bottom of the totem pole and we're not even gonna talk about if you're a black woman you are at the bare bottom of their totem pole the most unprotected woman the most unprotected woman right not even to mention that but when she goes to work and goes to school and cooks and cleans and do all these things and all simultaneously while making a human being literally turning her bone marrow into teeth <laughs> put some respect on her shit every day all day like Y'all don't put enough respect on women and the things that they do in the society for me. I just I just don't see it. Like, y'all think that women are here to fuck and feed you. I'm not even getting on the fact that y'all don't really like women for real. We're going to go back to motherhood. <laughs> That's a podcast for another day. But from the time that women are children, 
we are conditioned to be mothers and wives what do they do they create toys that just get women used to being mothers baby dolls the baby dolls i've got riller and riller okay <laughs> they've got play kitchens and then this how you know they're like oh boys can play with kitchens can they because as soon as somebody talk about buying they, they boy a kitchen set, y'all start talking about how you going to be gay. Don't act like y'all don't do that because y'all do that. Y'all do that. Y'all put gender roles on fucking toys. Boys can't play with Barbies, but they can play with G.I. Joe. I want to know what the fuck is the difference other than one of them got titties. Mm-hmm. They're both action figures for real. But we just going to call this one a dial and we going to call this one a toy. And I'm sorry that I'm saying dial, y'all, but that's, that's how I say dial, okay? <laughs> dow doll whatever okay they both are damn dow so i don't even understand why we sitting over here trying to discuss what's gay and what's not if my son walk in the store and say he want a baby dow and it's in our budget we're gonna get the baby dow that's why these niggas don't want to be fathers for real but that is also a podcast for another day because we're going to talk about motherhood but it's so difficult for women and i'm talking about the way that we are raised because when we get older we feel like we have to be perfect i prepare for this i prepare for this my whole life i know how to bathe, bathe the baby i know how to change the baby i know how to do, do 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 people expect for me to be perfect people expect for me to have it together people expect for me to have all the answers people expect for me to not get tired bitch i'm not kevin gates i get tired okay and i want one motherfucking phone hell no I am not a robot. My mom used to love to say this shit. I am not a robot. And I totally understand it. Now, I can't keep going and going and going in overdrive. I don't have a battery that I can just plug my ass up to a wall. I need sleep just like the rest of these niggas. But no, society expects for me to be superwoman. But y'all don't even put in enough respect on her as a superhero. I mean, Wonder Woman whatever y'all don't even put enough respect on the superhero fictional characters for me to even want to try to be one no no y'all wasn't fucking with black widow movie in avengers look at the numbers y'all wasn't fucking with it now now we might fuck with storm i don't know marvel y'all need to get on that you know we's a marvel family up here we love motherfucking marvels dc it's a no but marvels yes anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we're just like we prepare for this a whole life basically and this is not something that we say to ourselves because when we have the baby i'm saying this is subconscious you know what i'm saying this is subconscious because of all the conditioning our whole life so follow me y'all follow me follow me but when we have the baby we like oh shit y'all gonna send me home with this human that i don't know that they can't talk they can't tell me what they want i just gotta go off instinct i supposed to have instincts and lord forbid the mother don't instincts don't kick in right then oh baby y'all gonna eat her up y'all gonna drag her for filth or lord forbid the mother's too overprotective then you're gonna have to let that baby go that baby gonna be spoiled lord forbid the mother's too over nurturing even if that's even a thing Oh my God, put that baby down. You're going to spoil the baby. As if you can spoil a fucking newborn. This baby just came out of somebody's body. Excuse me, I have been his only means of protection for 10 fucking months. And you're going to tell me to put him down. 
because he needs to fucking learn how to be independent. He's a newborn bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to tell y'all right motherfucking now. I held my babies. I slept with my babies. I co-sleep with my babies. I breastfed my babies. I held my babies all fucking day long. Now I know other people don't have that luxury because other women have to work and they have to leave their babies with other people and they don't want their babies to be crybabies and get on other people's nerves. One, because of anxiety. they like, shit, if my baby get on your nerves too bad, I don't know, they might hurt my baby. I know this. You know, they go in the back, that they, be in the back of mother's head. Y'all can't tell me y'all don't think about that shit because you do. Or, you know, just want people to be able to reluctantly keep your child when you need a break. I get that. But that's, that, for me, that's not a good reason for me to... You know what I'm saying? Feel like I'm neglecting my child. I'm going to say feel like I'm neglecting. Because if I say neglecting, y'all going to get offended. And I really don't give a fuck about y'all being offended. But I'm going to keep it cute. Okay? <laughs> so, I, I held my babies. Kissed my babies. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't hold your baby all day. Indeed. I had very, very, very good babies. And that's to even say if babies can be good or bad. Because that's not really a thing. But... What y'all consider good babies? Babies that don't cry, babies that don't that don't whine, don't give you no trouble. Okay, my babies were quiet babies. They slept mostly through the nights. At this last one, at this last one, baby. Ooh, but I figured it out. I figured out that the boy had a milk allergy. Now, yes, I said I breastfed him. So you thinking how the fuck did he get milk if you breastfed him? That don't even make no sense. So you're lying. No, I'm not, bitch. Okay. Because when you breastfeed, everything that you eat, they eat. Okay? So when I ate some motherfucking ice cream or some cheese, he ate it too. Okay? So I had to cut back and I had to cut it off completely at one point. So when I would eat ice cream, it would have to be non-dairy, almond milk, coconut milk, ice cream, and things like that. I couldn't eat cheese. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> I'll be ready. I'll be ready for them back. I, I know what's in your head. I know what y'all thinking. Anyway. <laughs> but I have to learn. Like, okay is that that's why he cranky but other than that th they were so quiet good babies they, they wasn't fussy none of that none of them set this last one out and i just told y'all why so i had a good experience now when they became toddlers baby they was toddlering they be toddlering you know what i'm saying not teetering toddlering like breaking shit okay that second one, I'm not even gonna call his names because he could be listening us out this though. That second one though, baby, eat any fucking thing, y'all. Eat any. I'm not even gonna tell y'all half the shit he done ate because I don't want him to listen to this one day and be like, oh my god, I can't believe you tell people that I ate that nasty shit, y'all. But his older brother has saved his life more times than he fucking know. So when he get on his nerves these days, I be like, bro, you owe him your life. <laughs> I know he your big brother. He worse as hell. But you owe that man your life. You know how many times he came as a one-year-old, y'all. They are only 14 or 15 months apart. So they not even that part in age. You can really say they're the same age for real. They one year apart. And that man was coming to us as a one-year-old saying, he got something in his mouth. He eating a battery. He eating a whatever. He done chewed this. He got this in his mouth. I took this out of his mouth. A one-year-old, y'all, is taking coins out of his little brother's mouth. You owe that nigga your life. <laughs> I'm sorry that he get on your nerves. You owe him. Payback's a match. He got tired of saving you. He got tired of saving you, no. But, <laughs> toddler, y'all. And, 
constantly breaking stuff like they've broken so many things y'all i'm talking about two laptops of mine and i'm talking about like not like throwing the shit against the wall not like really and they're not bad kids though they're just clumsy as fuck clumsy than a motherfucker i'm telling you clumsy as hell i don't even got no other words for it that's what be happening and and it be sometimes I literally tell them like put that down you finna drop that y'all they would still do the shit cause they did not believe that they was gonna drop that shit and I'm like bro I just told you that was finna happen they don't give a fuck do it anyway they don't listen but like it's so scary y'all like it's so scary like I said like I can laugh about it now but eating a battery y'all the shit he done ate I have caught poison control so many times that eventually I, I was like I'm just gonna hit Google poison control chat or something cause baby they gonna report me they gonna think that I'm over here doing something crazy cause I have time to call you eating crazy shit bro how you even get this shit and I am the type of mother y'all that thinks ahead like if I walk in the room I assess all the necessary um all the necessary um dangers you know what i'm saying that's what you do as a mother you scan it i'm like i gotta pick this up get this up that's me so how this boy was getting this shit i don't know he was crafty he figured it out it was wild and like my biggest pet peeve in motherhood is like people acting like i'm overreacting that shit irritates the fuck out of me like for example my husband got this one friend he was dating this one chick or whatever we go over their house. Our baby's little. She gives my baby a pill bottle to play with. I know what you're thinking. Girl, there probably wasn't no pills in there. Bitch, it was a full bottle of motherfucking Aleve, y'all. <laughs> you know what she says to me? I said, nah, he don't need to play with that. He got toys. She says, oh, it has a safety cap on it. Bitch, are you dumb? Bitch, are you dumb? So, she then goes on like later on. And I'm like, no, he's not playing with a pill bottle or whatever. She goes on later on and like mentions, I'm oh, like, we could babysit. And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, I would never let you babysit my child. You gave my baby a thickin', a fucking big ass bottle now, y'all. Not a little bottle. Like the value size bottle of a leaf full of fucking pills. And said that he could shake it like a rattle. That's not it, y'all. He turns around. I mean, she turns around and then hands my baby. A fucking toothpick holder full of fucking toothpicks, y'all. Full of fucking toothpicks. I turned and looked at Leo like I am about to smack the fucking shit out this bitch, okay? We need we, we it's time for us to it's time for us to roll out. <laughs> so we get home. He like, yeah, they said that baby said I said she will never fucking babysit my child. Are you crazy? He like, what you mean? She got kids of her own. I said, I don't give a fuck. Just because you see her kids don't mean she raised some motherfuckers. They could have been raised by her fucking parents because I don't know what what motherfucking mother would give the, any child a bottle of pills to play with. And he was like, oh, she probably wasn't thinking. I said, and then what about when she gave him the fucking whole thing of toothpicks? Y'all, she gave him this whole thing of toothpicks. And what did he do? He put them bitches straight up to his mouth and threw it back like a shot. Luckily, no fucking toothpicks went down my baby's goddamn throat. You know what I'm saying? Stupid shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I ain't got no defense for that. You ain't got no defense for the first thing either. Because who the fuck who has children hands baby, any baby, a fucking pill bottle to hold and shake like a rattle? And then turns around and, help, and hands them a whole thing of toothpicks. 
and the thing the baby my baby ends up opening it and two picks fly out they never hit his throat thankfully but her boyfriend was like hey hey don't give him that like everybody's like hey hey whoa they like we like hey hey whoa like what the fuck is you doing bitch okay but everybody act like i'm fucking out of control what the fuck People would do dumb ass shit and they act like you tripping. I ain't fucking tripping. I would never let this bitch baby sit my kids ever. And I stood firm on that. I would be home all day with my kids. And like, that's another thing. People think that you crazy for not taking a break that they offered you when they're not a trustworthy person or if this person isn't trustworthy. Like, how the fuck do you think that that's a break? If I have to worry about my child being with you, that is not a break having a break means that my mind is clear i'm content i'm comfortable and i don't have to worry about oh let me call them and make sure they good or let me let me check in or whatever and oh i'm so scared let me make sure i have a car available in case i ain't got time to be doing that when my child goes with you i need to know that they are safe and they are protected and that i ain't got to worry about beating your ass later on because that is in the mama handbook, y'all. You fuck with my child, I gotta fuck you up. That's what it is. It's in the mama and the daddy handbook. I don't know who Rick wrote the shit. Maybe I should write it. Y'all don't believe it. Please don't fucking try me. I will fuck you. I will take you up out of here. I will take you up out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting riled up. That shit pissed me off, y'all. It's still... I got... I, you know what I'm saying? Gotta hear from that one. That shit was crazy, though. The way what she did. <laughs> think about that shit all the time like i'll never but like people like look at you crazy like they offer you a break it's a pervert over there why the fuck would i <laughs> come on be fucking for real like the ghetto shit you were ever saying people think that you're supposed to be content with just anything when it comes to your kids like you tired of being a mother ain't you go ahead and send them over with the house you talking about with the pervert auntie over there what no, I'm not doing that shit. I don't give a fuck how tired I am. I can be dog ass tired and, and haven't had sleep for 48 hours. I will fucking catnap while this man is in a while this baby is in a playpen before I send my child over there. I'm not gonna get no fucking sleep anyway. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> the things that y'all think that mothers are, mother, mothers are supposed to accept because they are a little exhausted. It's crazy to me, y'all. Ghetto as shit I ever seen. Like, it's not the kids, per se, that make it ghetto. It's it's the all the shit that come with it. You know what I'm saying? Because you love your children. They came from you. They're your babies. You want to raise them up and make them be better than you because you wanted to be better than your parents and you would hope that your parents want you to be better than them. Some of our parents are not like that, y'all. But you would hope that it evolves each generation. And that's what you want to do. And then you got the rest of the world you got to fight with about whether you're doing the right thing or whether you're saying the right thing or if you are gentle enough, if you're not firm enough, if God damn, if you're not nice enough, if you're not mean enough, if you, you just not enough. You just don't feel like enough. And Lord forbid, Lord forbid, you end up with postpartum depression. Lord forbid that you get a little too sad and a little too down and feeling a little hopeless people will eat you the fuck up and beat you down because you just don't have it in you at this moment instead of trying to uplift you and trying to check on you uh you know what i'm saying reaching out to doctors and things like that 
instead of doing things like that, people rather talk about you. You ain't did this today, or you lazy, or da da da. How about check on a motherfucker sometimes? Y'all know what kind of hormone imbalances come with making a human being look at your kids men men look at your children you see their eyes their fingernails their tongue their hair follicles somebody made that and you know it wasn't you you didn't think that shit was difficult you didn't think that that was hard to make somebody else's fucking eyeball you can't fucking tell me you thought that shit was easy you didn't do it you thought because I didn't physically have to get in there and put no elbow grease inside my body that it was easy. The moment that I found out that I was pregnant, my world changed. Yours didn't change officially until the baby got here. So the whole world didn't see you as a daddy until the baby got here. But baby, I'm a mother as soon as that test read them two lines. As soon as that blood test from the doctor come back and say positive for pregnancy. I am somebody's mother now. Y'all be really trying to play mothers when they lose kids. But they knew what it was like to be a mother for a little bit. Being pregnant is a part of motherhood. It's the first step. I literally have to change my life now at this point. Because I am pregnant. My life changed the day I found out. Because I had to change the way I walked. I had to change the way I talked. I had to change the way I dressed. I had to change what I ate. Why? Because I can't say negative things my baby can hear it. I can't wear these clothes because they don't fit my body no more. I can't eat this food because it gives me heartburn or it's kind of toxic. It has artificial dyes. You know, I can't take this medicine for my head, you know, because I got a headache. I got to take this medicine. But then they come out and say this medicine causes autism. Look that shit up, y'all. They talking about Tylenol causing autism now. So many fucking things to think about as a mother. And I'm telling you, if you listen to this podcast and you are not a mother yet, I'm telling you this shit is hard. Don't let nobody pressure you because you 30, because you 35. Fit shit, because you 40, that you need to hurry up because your biological clock is ticking. Look, baby, my motherfucking nerves is ticking. You hear me? <laughs> my nerves are ticking. Right now, as I speak to y'all on this podcast, people are outside the door whining, crying, flipping, hitting walls. I am pausing this. I don't even know if y'all can tell what I'm pausing because I'm trying to stay on, you know, the last word that I said. I have to pause this and say, sit the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? You got to say the fuck. Some people, some kids don't require that. My kids do. If you don't think it's gentle, fuck you. And that's how I feel about it. I I, I can't be mild-mannered with these boys. You know what I'm saying? These people will quite certainly... Laugh in my fucking face if I come to them, you know. And I do talk to them gentle sometimes. Like, if I need to apologize, I apologize to my children. If I got a little too jazzy in the language. Now, when I say jazzy, I mean a couple of many too many fucks. You know what I'm saying? Too many dams. I'm not talking about calling them niggas. I'm not talking about calling them motherfuckers. I'm not talking about calling them stupid. I'm not talking about none of that shit that y'all parents was doing. Okay? I'm not calling them no names. Okay? The, 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 the craziest thing I'm calling them... It's crazy. Y'all acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? Not none of that extra shit. But apologize for like, oh, okay. I'm sorry that that wasn't you. I didn't, you know, I shouldn't have yelled at you. I should have figured out who exactly it was before I just instantly started turning up on y'all. I apologize for that. Like, kids will really teach you a lot of things. It's it's a beautiful thing in motherhood to to have another you and then, and then help that person. That 
part you know what i'm saying that little piece of you evolved into a better you because that's what it's supposed to be but some some people don't even get mothers and fathers like that you know what i'm saying i can't i can't make a podcast on fatherhood for y'all i can only tell you what fatherhood what looks like to me from from through motherhood that's something that child will have to hear from leo or some shit you know what i'm saying and maybe i'll let him do a little episode you know on i will on his experience with fatherhood i can do that i can do that after this but like it's so difficult and like people tell you like oh you supposed to do especially with me my situation because i'm a stay-at-home mom people automatically assume that i should have it all down packed that i should have it all together and i shouldn't need leo help because y'all go outside and make no motherfucking job but let me tell you motherfuckers something it's so fucking funny that people got clothes cleaners you know what i'm saying laundry mats and they make money off that and then motherfuckers they chefs and they got restaurants and they make money and careers off that they get rich all that you know what i'm saying and then you got people that have cleaning businesses and they make money off that they come clean people houses clean corporations doctors offices the street they make money off that you know and then you got daycares they they keep children they feed children they 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 make sure children stay alive while you are at work they get paid good money for that you know what i'm saying and then you got sex workers right that's sex workers because if you're a married mother then you somebody's wife too you got sex sex workers you know they get paid you know what i'm saying porn stars you know what i'm saying escorts they get paid for their vagina services but then you gonna turn around in the same motherfucking breath and tell me that what i do ain't no motherfucking job you don't have no words to say to me after that because what me and you is now doing is tussling we tussling i want a motherfucking fight because it's so funny how everybody else can be valued for their job because their job comes with some monetary gain but because mine doesn't because y'all can't afford to pay us we don't get no love we don't get no respect we don't get no appreciation not this all depends on what type of husband and children you got you know what i'm saying and the type of children you got depends on the type of husband you have right because if your husband don't fucking appreciate you your children probably not gonna appreciate you either because they really be a reflection of their daddies when it comes to their mamas and if the daddy is not there then that's something different but i'm talking about the daddy there you see if your son see that your husband just push it you know what i'm saying throw shit in the sink he don't clean up after himself. He don't never hear, see you clean up. He don't never see the daddy put no clothes in a washer. He don't never see the daddy do nothing helpful. He gonna put his motherfucking feet up and do the same. Not up in this bitch though. I'm gonna tell you right. Not up in this bitch though. Let me tell y'all something. My daddy came to my house one day when we were still in our house that before we sold it. He puts his plate on the table and gets up and tell tells my boys to come on i said if y'all don't clean that motherfucking table off they don't get up without putting their stuff in the sink they ain't got no motherfucking maids around here see i'm triggered because one my daddy is the nigga that i watch do these things or not do these things when he did live with us you know what i'm saying like sir i'm not raising no many yous i'm not raising no men who don't want to be helpful in their own fucking house but expect the house to be fucking spotless I'm not raising no men who don't contribute to their partner's happiness, but expect for their their partner to be chipper than a bitch. <laughs> the 
That's not that type of men that I am trying to bring up. I'm trying to bring up men who are emotionally stable. Who know how to handle themselves accordingly. And at the end of the day, I don't have to worry about them being disrespectful or acting delusional like they never knew this shit. Because a lot of y'all, y'all just didn't know this shit. You wasn't raised in that way. I was almost going to say you weren't raised right. But I ain't even going to come for y'all mamas like that. You wasn't raised in that way. Because some of y'all mamas weren't raised in that way. They was raised that shit. When you find your wife, son, you might find your wife that get to do all these things for you. Hell no. Because my son not going to turn 18 and go automatically and get him a fucking wife. He's going to go and live his life. He's going to have his own apartment. And his mama ain't finna, I ain't coming to clean up your shit up. I ain't coming to clean your shit up. You And guess what? When we are to the point where we have cleaning services, you're still going to clean your shit up in the meantime. You're still going to clean your shit up in the meantime. Like at first I kept saying, y'all don't got no maid. Y'all don't got no maid. And I thought to myself, let me let me stop saying that. I still say it a little bit because it's out of habit now. But I, I am trying to actively stop saying that. And so when I do say it, I'd be like, y'all ain't got no maid. But I'd be like, shit, even if you had a maid, you ain't finna treat them like this. Because I want, when we do have a little help around the house, they think they can just throw their shit everywhere. Because, cause, you know, the cleaning services is coming. You got me fucked up. Y'all gonna know how to take care of some shit. Especially when you bought it yourself. You gonna wanna know how to take care of it. And so I'm trying to teach them how to be men that know how to take care of things. And know how to take care of a motherfucker. Themselves and somebody else. Right? Physically and their heart. Motherhood is ghetto, y'all. It's so hard. It's so hard. And the way I do this, you know, there are people that'll be like, oh, you're just trying to raise him to be the man you want that you want. No, I'm raising them to be the man that I have. Hmm? Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I'm raising them to be the man that I have. See, what you're trying to say is that I'm raising them to be a man that doesn't, doesn't exist. And no, I'm saying that I'm raising them to model after the man that they see every day. Play with somebody motherfucking else. Now, am I getting on here telling you that my husband is perfect? No, because every time a woman, and, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and they was talking about, oh, she be, you know, they show their husband off, but they be embarrassing him. Every time a woman says something nice about their husband, y'all be cringing because, ooh, hopefully he not cheating on her. You know what I'm saying? Cause hopefully he not cheating on her. It's embarrassing. She talked nice about him. I don't want to be in a position where I cannot talk nice about somebody that I am with because I am scared that they are embarrassing me behind my back I don't want to be I don't want to be that I'm going to talk freely and if this motherfucker decide he wants to embarrass me behind my back again we're going to talk about that one though another time he going to be with himself and that's just that on that you don't get to play with me twice okay but yeah podcast for another day y'all <laughs> but you have to raise your kids for the the world that that exists and the world that could exist right you gotta prepare them for something that might or might not happen and people are like oh you you preparing them for a world that is no more like men just do not want their wives to be at home no more some men do want that I'm sorry just because you don't want that or you feel like you're not capable enough to do that doesn't mean that there are, mean that there aren't other men who desire to, to have their wives home before they get home to 
see their face to be greeted with a hug, a smile, and a kiss. Or just to be greeted. She might not feel like hugging and kissing today. I'm not saying that that's required either. But just to have somebody's presence. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't imagine having to do this thing by myself. Right? Because I do have single friends, cousins. I was raised by a single mom. I know my mom probably would not like to consider herself that. But married or not, she was a single motherfucking mama. You didn't have no fucking help with us. That man wasn't doing shit. Sorry, not sorry. But I couldn't imagine having to do that alone without somebody in the house. You know what I'm saying? Because some people got villages to where they're not doing it uh, completely alone. Like they have villages and people they can take their kids to when they need a break. And people they can reach out to when they said, I've, I've had enough of that. Can you please? Because I have that. I have texted my mother-in-law some days. Y'all defeated. And I'm like, can you please? And she don't even know that I am probably crying on the other side of this text and I'm like can you please just keep them like this weekend I don't even really even have to say please right but when I say it in that way she knows like okay yeah yeah I'm gonna have to go get them you know but I appreciate her because baby when they go to her house she's a single woman they go to her house um you know she got the food with them for the weekend by herself I know that's difficult because I don't fool with them for weekends by myself because her son works. He works 12-hour shifts. And when he here, he sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's not until his off days. And he does better now. Or he, he's up a lot more. But that's at the sacrifice of sleep, right? And it's so important as a mother to have a village. And this lady on TikTok, she was saying... Oh, I see you girls talking about, you know, there ain't no village no more, there ain't no village no more. And then she went to assume, oh, y'all just want people to raise y'all kids. The village is for advice. It's not to do everything for you. Baby, that ain't what the fuck they talking about. That's not what they talking about. They talking about they want their mothers to grandmother like they grandmothers mother them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to send my child to you for the weekend. If you live close to me, my I want my child to be able to walk to your house and not, not be a problem. You know what I'm saying? I want my kids to get the full grandmother experience like, like I had. That's what they saying. They want the, the grandmother to call. Y'all come eat over here. And they ain't got to cook a meal that day. Because the grandmother like, hey, bring the kids over here. Y'all come eat over here. That's what they want. They ain't they don't want nobody to raise it. Because first of all, some of us, some of the people in our generation, they... Prefer for their parents not to raise their kids. You know what I'm saying? They don't want them their kids to, to be raised in a certain type of environment that they was raised in. But they would like a little support in the environment that they're trying to bring their child in. You know what I'm saying? I want your support. I want you to raise my child. Those are two different things. Wanting you to give me the full experience that you had plus some is not a negative thing. When I think about a village, this is what I think of, y'all. And I talk to my friends about this because, baby, we are planning to build ourselves our own little community, baby. If we find a town that's for sale, if y'all know a town that's for sale, y'all hit me up and let me know at leciabana at gmail.com. Me and my friends is getting together because we want to start us a little commune, y'all. And I know y'all hate the word commune. Y'all hate y'all thinking cult, bitch, not a cult, just our own little neighborhood. But we got little doctor, little, little lawyer, not little, you know, 
people black people use the word little but anyway doctors loyal nurses te uh, teachers you know what i'm saying gardeners architects all these people stay in close proximity and when i send my kids outside i don't have to worry about motherfucker come snatching my motherfucking child up because tt around the corner and not biological tt but tt that you call tt because mama trusts her like that you know what i'm saying she outside sitting on the porch i ain't gotta worry about it or everybody looking you know at the window and you know everybody here to support everybody so-and-so down the road or so-and-so on the next block our kids are safe they can come out and they can play and we ain't got to worry about a motherfucker snatching them up and them being on a motherfucking milk carton or on this damn little uh board at fucking walmart i want to be able to to not have to cook that day because they we we ate at tt house a while ago cool or your child come to my house they ate i'm gonna call you hey they already ate don't worry about it they ate over here shit like that y'all why is that so fucking hard for, for women to have why is it so hard for parents to have it's so fucking difficult but why motherfuckers ain't trustworthy I get that it's a lot of motherfuckers that I don't trust with my kids and they ain't really never did nothing to kids it's just I don't like the way you move and I don't, and I don't trust you with mine and that's it it's, and like, it's not that you a bad person it's not that you know what I'm saying. I think that you, you know I'm saying, Chester the molester. I, I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is, it's something about you that I feel is a little sinister, or it's not trustworthy, or I just don't like the way you talk to people, and you're not gonna talk to my kids crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. Like breaking generational curses and trying to give your child something that you never had or a better version of what you had is difficult, y'all. And I can feel with my grandmother. And I can feel with my mother. But I feel for my fucking self. Because I know so much. I know so much. I live in a in an age where information is readily available. I know y'all heard that. And I had to pause. And turn up on the ass. You hear me? Turn the fuck up. Because they know what I'm in here doing. And Nas just tried to come in here. And what he did was send his, push his brother in here. So he can whine. He, he think he's sleep. These kids be fucking bad, bro. Anyway. <laughs> it's so difficult. Or whatever. But anyway, like I was saying. Like, I have um, access to information readily right here on my phone. I can pick my phone up while the music is playing. And I can just Google whatever. I understand that my grandmother and my mother didn't have quick access to things like that. I ain't gonna sit here and give them an excuse that they have no access. Now, my grandma, maybe... She was born in the fucking 30s or some shit. She's 86. But my mother, she had more access. Now she didn't want to go to the fucking library. That's on her. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't going to sit there and say because there are people in their generation who knew about artificial dyes and color. And they, that's who taught our generation. We didn't discover some unfound un, uh, information. These were people in my mother's generation who taught us. You know what I'm saying? The Dick Gregory's, the Dr. Sabies, the people like that. Mama Africa. Like the people like that, they be my mama aging. So hey, they learned it. I'm not gonna give you an excuse that you couldn't learn it because they your age. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that it was not as accessible, is all I'm saying. But the, because my shit is more accessible, it's a lot more weight on me. You know what I'm saying? Because people are looking at me like, how the fuck you don't know that? And I do the same thing to people sometimes. I don't I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, especially if they know me. And if they've been friends with me for a long time and they get to talking about uh, stuff and they like, I didn't know that you know artificial dyes were poisonous in there. They had neuro, uh, they give you neurological disorders or they attribute to uh, 
behavior issues in, in, in young black boys especially or that you know vaccines are tied back to behavior issues and eczema and, and epilepsy and things like that and autism you know what I'm saying I'm saying that it's tied back to if you do some research did I say that it caused it no don't get on here saying oh this creator says shut the fuck up that's not what I said okay y'all love the people words the people mouth y'all <laughs> What I'm saying is, when I research these things on credible search sources, journals, people that are still doing research, these are the things that they're researching. They're trying to see where these things stem from, okay? And I'd be like, how the fuck y'all don't know that they said that? Like, I feel like you could find it. I feel like I shared it a thousand times. You friends with me on Facebook, you've seen it. Like, and I have to scale back. Like, you're being too hard on people. It's things that you don't know. I don't know every fucking thing. But what I'm saying is, I feel like every generation gets diff more difficult and difficult. And the least you can do is babysit your fucking grandkids. You know what I'm saying? The least you can do is babysit your, your great nieces and nephews. Okay? Now, thankfully, I have a nice village. I have cousins and my aunts and my, obviously, my mother and my mother-in-law that my kids know they have a godmother baby don't play with it don't play with her what's up nini don't play with it don't play with it don't play with it come on baby don't play with it oh uh. <laughs> that's my girl right there okay that's a godmother right there you know what i'm saying and i told her like y'all be picking these godmothers off frivolously and shit hell no baby it was a really really big decision for me right because essentially i'm saying that if something happens to you baby you up it's your turn. I'm going to tap you in. If I go to glory, you tapped in. It's your job now. So you got to really give it to a motherfucker that's going to really do the job well. And I felt that she would do the job well. Baby, they got a good village. Now, everybody probably don't do the things that I would do every time. And I get irritated because I'm like, I told you they can't eat that. Or I told you to read the back of the shit. That is irritates me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. When I tell somebody they can't eat something. Or I tell them like look for the red dye. And they still give them some red without looking for it. It's red. Come on. Make sure it ain't red dye in it y'all. My baby life on the line. God damn. It's shit serious. That shit pisses me off. I'm not going to fucking lie. It pisses me off. I be trying to be cool. Because I know people make mistakes. But my baby life on the line for real. Like all you got to do is turn the pack around and read. Look for red 40. And if it's in there. Don't do it. Find something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many complicated things that go into motherhood that we don't warn mothers about before they decide to do this. Y'all keep telling mothers, it's so beautiful. And you know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. And, and childbirth as well. That shit hurt. Hey, hey, I had five babies, boys, big ass boys. They daddy 6'4". 200 and something pounds. I know y'all think Leo skinny as fuck. My uncle tried to be funny. And when I told him that my grandma had asked me. Was I 500 pounds or some shit like that. And I'm like that's crazy. Because y'all really be trying to act like my husband really really skinny. And he not. That nigga's 200 plus pounds. Stop playing with me. Okay. <laughs> he like but how much do you weigh? My uncle said that. Bruh bye. Kiss my ass. So <laughs> that pissed me off. Because I deal, I deal, I deal with enough you know insecurities you know what i'm saying and like unconscious things that were said to me in childhood by my dad so don't come to me talking about no weight shit because i'm immediately gonna be irritated which i'm not gonna fuck with you again after that you know what i'm saying but these babies was fucking the smallest baby i had was like what seven pounds or some shit 
The biggest baby I had was nine pounds. I'm five fucking three, y'all. Five three. And a lot of the women in my family have a history of having small pelvic areas. Okay? That means that they end up having C-sections because they just couldn't get their shit to stretch that way. So the fact that I had these babies natural is a whole different thing. You know what I'm saying? My grandma, now my grandma had all her kids natural. Um, or whatever. But I had some, I mean, I did get epidural. When I say natural, I'm saying vaginally. Um, I did have the last two without epidural. Y'all don't be telling mothers how much that shit hurt. And it took me five times to get the breathing down because I didn't, you know, have proper help. Like, my mama didn't have babies natural. So, she just, oh, I hope you don't have my problem instead of just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, girl, can we stop talking about little pelvics? Like, don't put that shit on me. Okay? We're not going to keep talking about that. But, I'm like, um, y'all don't tell people how difficult and how painful it can be. Not even just labor. Just walking around with another human being inside of you and waddling around like a fucking uh, pig. Penguin, if you will. Like, the pelvic pain, if your baby is really big, or if you have your babies back to back, how hard it is on your body, how you can have blood pressure issues, how you can lose your teeth, you can lose your fucking life. Y'all don't tell women enough of these real things. And these, these is... You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to also send this podcast episode to your daughters. You got teenage daughters? Send it to them. Send it to them. Because these are the conversations that y'all need to have with women before they decide to have mothers. What y'all do when it comes to a sex ed conversation? Y'all, uh, then I be having sex. You don't want no kid. Now tell them, to, tell them, tell them what else. What comes with that? Educate them. Don't fucking scare them. Don't fucking scare people. Educate them. Because when I have an educated um, decision, I have a better decision. When I have all or most of the information. But if I just have, you don't want to get pregnant, have no baby. But you ain't really just told nobody why. Shit. Who finna be scared of that for real? I've been playing with Barbie dolls all my life. I've been playing with baby dolls all my life. Shit. If it's anything like that, I guess it's going to be a breed, bitch. Ain't nobody told me nothing different. You know what I'm saying? We really just got to be honest about how hard it is. How hard it is for single mothers. And that's not really something that I can speak on. Which is why I'm not going to touch it. I know people are like, oh, you're not going to speak on single motherhood. I'm not. I can't speak for them. I have not experienced that. And I hope to not experience that in this lifetime or the next. Um, I just, that's not something that I would like to experience. And, I, and I'm not going to speak on it because I, I, I don't know what that's like to not have the option to wake somebody up and say, hey, I need you to get up real quick because... I got to go to the doctor or I got to go here or there or wherever. Or I need you to go pick up the baby medicine. Or I need you to do this while I sleep extra hours. Like, motherhood don't have to be as bad if you have a supportive person. Right? 
if you have a supportive person that can you can work with um or if you just have a good village of people of friends you know what i'm saying a lot of times when y'all come up people how y'all want to hold a motherfucker baby how about hold some dishes bitch you know hold some dishes <laughs> like my cousin and her girlfriend came over and just like what what can we do something and i was like she can wash the dishes she know she love to wash dishes and she came and wash the dishes while i just relaxed and and she watched the kids her girlfriend watched the dishes and i just relaxed and i'm grateful for that you know what i'm saying like i'm grateful that people who want to spend time with my children and then not be sinister i don't have to worry about if they touching my children wrong don't worry now because whenever my kids come back home i get to asking questions when they little babies i check no all holes and put it like that subtly subtly right i don't put nothing past nobody but i am glad because you don't know who's been around you know what i'm saying um but i am glad that i have people that i don't have to just be so anal about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> no pun intended um that I don't have to be so overprotective. You know. It's a beautiful thing to have a village. And if you don't come from one. Create one. And I tell people that all the time. They're like. Oh I'm moving away from family baby. I'm telling you. I did too. I moved away from family. And that's when I got pregnant. Now I did have some cousins up here. And I had some friends up here. But they were college people. They were in college. And that was their life. And I wasn't finna keep asking college students to fucking babysit. So me and Leo did what we what we had to do as parents. You know what I'm saying? We took our baby to the bowling alley, to the movies. We took him a, every every place that was appropriate that we wanted to go. Both of them. And we still take them if we don't have no you know nobody to keep them. You know what I'm saying? That we trust. We go ahead and take them with us or we, or we find something to do at home If we don't want to deal with that whole chaos of going out the house with five kids Okay And um, just a little bit about my kids Like my oldest is eight Just to give y'all some context You don't know me My oldest is eight My second oldest turns seven December 14th Today is December 8th. <laughs> um, and then the third born, he just turned five. Fourth born, he's about to turn three, December 30th. And the baby of them all, Mirror Mirror, Mirror Cat, <laughs> he is one. He just turned one in October. So. There really has been very, very short increments where I was not pregnant. I dealt with postpartum depression. And um, I want to talk to um, women and men very quickly before I end this about postpartum depression. I want y'all to pay attention to people. I want y'all to pay attention to the women who just had babies. If they get to acting strange, if they get to acting a little too sad. Now, there's a difference between baby blues and postpartum depression. But baby blues can turn into postpartum depression, okay? And I want y'all to pay attention to people. If they start getting a little too mean or too sad or too sleepy or they're not bonding with the baby. It's not because they're a terrible person or a terrible mother or, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they have a chemical imbalance going on um, and you need to alert their doctor, okay? You need to alert their OBGYN 
and tell their OBGYN that you think or go to their next appointment with them. Right? Or call their OB and let their OB know they are acting very sad. They're crying a lot. They're blowing up just, you know what I'm saying, at the smallest things. They tried to smother the baby. They said they wanted to smother the baby. You know what I'm saying? Take those things serious. If a mama be like, Oh, I just, I just, I just wish everybody would die. You know, something, you just be like, all right, you're getting too dramatic. That's something, to, you know what I'm saying? That's something to be concerned about. Because mothers just don't say things like that. You know what I'm saying? If they looking like they're careless with something, not making mistakes, you know what I'm saying? But if they looking careless, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Check on them. Ask, do they need something? And alert their doctor you understand i'm not a big fan of doctors y'all but since y'all are not herbalists you know what i'm saying if you're not an herbalist you don't know how to deal with those things on your own call somebody who can and so you can find a natural way to deal with it i'm advocate for get whatever help you can while you can in the best way that you can i'm not a fan of western medicine but i'm a fan of emergency care get your shit Get what you need right now, and you can figure out the holistic version later once you're stable. But right now, it's an emergency. We got to figure that out, okay? But pay attention to the women around that just had babies, y'all. Don't just be thinking they shit mothers. And sometimes these women are going through postpartum depression. Now, also, daddies go through it too. There's this obviously more emotional one. I don't. I don't think that it's a. It's not a chemical imbalance. For women, it is literally like a shock to your system. Your baby is out of your body. You're overwhelmed. It, you know what I'm saying? And it can be fixed with medicine or a mixture of herbs. Um, and men, sometimes they just have a hard time going through the change. Y'all forget that men got feelings. I know y'all hate to hear it. They do. Men hate to hear it too. They act like it's women who don't want them to have feelings. Y'all do that to each other, you know? That's another podcast for another day, though. But... Pay attention to each other. Pay attention to these mothers that y'all say that y'all love. We we wait too late to they've ran off the road with their children or they've smothered one of their kids or they've given their babies up for adoption to check on them. And then we don't check on them. We talk shit about them. We talk shit about them. Instead of trying to see what's really going on with them. Sometimes we got to show people a little bit more love. Now, whatever your version of love is, whether it's tough love, whether it's gentle, you know, meek, whatever. Because you can only love people, when, you know what I'm saying? And the way that you love. Until you figure out somebody, you know, if you have a relationship with somebody, whether that's platonic or not, you learn their love language. We're going to talk about that another day, too. <laughs> but give mothers a some grace right give your mother some grace give your friends grace give yourself grace because we are really just trying to figure this thing out like and we're always debating about the dumbest shit like if i get on there and say breast is best it's always somebody because they feel bad they couldn't breastfeed or that they just didn't have the opportunity or the support and they think that somebody's bashing Ain't nobody fucking bashing you breast is best your body literally can create milk to feed a baby and that is the best source for your baby you can't tell me that you literally think that cow's milk for a baby cow a animal that weighs 
I don't know how much a fucking cow weighs, but you think that that's more fitting for your six to eight to ten to twelve pound baby. That's more fitting for your baby than milk that the human that harbored the baby. You know what I'm saying? It's much more um, fulfilling. It's it's much healthier. Is that what you think? It, it's not. It's not. Um, look at me. I'm trying to Google. How much does a cow weigh? How much does a cow weigh? I gotta, who calling me? Oh my god. Um, so a cow weigh, y'all, a cow weigh a, 1,400 pounds around estimate. That's what, that's what Google says. Okay. On agtech.follow.com. Okay. They said that cows weigh 1,400 pounds roughly. Y'all think that that milk is really healthy for somebody who probably is on you know what I'm saying gonna be 200 pounds 200 pounds at the most 250 even 300 pounds I, yeah even if your child is morbidly obese I'm saying the cow's milk wasn't it <laughs> just saying but somebody can say that and y'all would be like oh my god you're you're attacking mothers everybody couldn't breastfeed bitch I didn't say nothing about that I said breast was best cause it is now, if you feel in some type of way, you got to check yourself in the mirror for that. Don't come and start accusing me of anything. We got to, like, check our own little egos at the door. All mothers have to do it. We all got to do it. You know, but some shit y'all be doing is unacceptable. Though. I'm not going to get on here and act like some shit y'all be doing is unacceptable. When y'all don't be strapping them motherfucking babies in the way they supposed to be strapped in, I don't like that shit. And, I, and this, this is not a judgment. Y'all need to stop doing that shit. What is the point of having a car seat that you don't strap in? You don't strap it to the car. You don't strap it to the child properly. Your baby's arms is hanging out of the motherfucking straps that go over the shoulders. And then you don't even buckle the part that's between the legs. Y'all think that the car seats are for so you don't get a ticket. The car seats is for so you don't lose your fucking baby in an accident. And you telling me that you can't even take five minutes out your fucking day to adjust the straps. When your baby grows a little bit bigger, y'all just really just, just throw you in there. But you'll put your motherfucking seatbelt on all tucked and tidy. That shit pisses me off. I'm going to tell you right now. It pisses me off. But that's my rant. I'm going to let y'all do that. I'm going to let y'all sit with that responsibility. Okay? Strap the motherfucking babies in. Yes, I am judging you for that. Because that, that's real. Strap them fucking babies in correctly. Stop playing with your fucking kid's life like that. Because if you lose them, you're going to want us all to feel bad for you. Because you didn't strap them in. You know what I'm saying? Strap your fucking kids in. That's what they made them for. They used the, the crash dummies when they made it to show you that if your baby didn't have the shit, this, they going to end up schmushk. You know what I'm saying? But y'all still... I'm just going to throw you in here. Are you dumb? Stop doing that shit. Anyway. <laughs> that's my rant. I'm going to let y'all have it though. Do better. I'm going to do better. You do better. This I pack. We're going to do better. But I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't got no fucking children. Listen to my words. Listen to everything that I just fucking said. I didn't even mention. Nothing about. Dealing with baby daddies. Dealing with in-laws. None of that. It's so much that go into this. It's so much that go into this. But if you don't have no children. I'm going to be real with you. This shit's scary. 
It's so many things that can happen. You worry about somebody more than you worry about yourself. Some nights you don't even sleep because you feel so fucking guilty that you've said or done something. And you're hoping that, fuck, I hope they don't remember this. And it traumatizes them. I hope what I said doesn't become something they internalize for the rest of their life. I hope what I said doesn't alter the way they think about women for the rest of their life. Especially if you have sons. You got to tiptoe around that shit. Because what niggas do these days? Every time they have a problem in their life, they blame their mama. They don't blame the lack of their fathers. They blame their mothers for not teaching and telling them something. They don't give their mothers the grace that they give their fathers. Fathers can leave and mothers are there holding the bags. I mean, I'm not going to say there ain't no single fathers. I'm not saying that. We're talking about mothers right now. Just like y'all don't fucking say kidney cancer matters during breast cancer awareness month. We're not going to say fathers matter. We're talking about mothers right now. Okay? So we're going to stick to that. Mothers don't get as much grace as dads, do, as dads do. We know that. They get to walk away. And we always say it must have been something that the mother did that made him walk away. Or he just didn't want to be no fucking father. She could have been the best mom. You know what I'm saying? We always figure out a way to blame mothers. For any and everything. So it's so difficult being the person that has to bake the baby, then turn around and breastfeed the baby if that's something that you choose to do. And um, be the one that really is solely pro providing for this child the first two years of their life. Especially if you're breastfeeding. Because that's what we're talking about. Because I mean, if you're buying formula, then dad can do that. But if you're breastfeeding, it is all on you. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Okay? Um, dad can't make no breast milk. They got pills that be trying, but baby, mm-mm. Yuck. Stop. Please. Y'all been mess with enough shit in nature. Okay? But um Mothers, cut yourself some slack. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some love. Remember to practice self-care. You cannot care about somebody else more than you care about yourself. You cannot care about somebody else and give yourself nothing. Because you would have nothing to give in the end. Something that I had to learn. Something that I'm really just implementing. Starting this year. Like. Sometimes people are not going to give you a break. You got to take it. I'm not saying leave your kids at home. What I'm saying is. Get up and tell the daddy. Or tell the husband that you finna fucking leave. Don't ask them. Or none of that. Get up and say I'm about to go do this. Especially if that's something that you need to stay sane right then. You know what I'm saying? You know what you need? Take it. Take it. Because ain't nobody going to give it to you. I'm telling you. Even the best of men, sometimes they miss the signs. Because they, they get caught up in being dads. They get caught up in being working. They get caught up in being sons and brothers and all of this stuff. Everything ain't always about you. You got to make it about you. Right? You got to make it about you for yourself. You cannot only walk this world and identify as a mother 24-7. It's not fulfilling like that. It's a great aspect of life that can be fulfilling for you. But it is not going to fulfill your entire life. Quiet as it's kept, we want to act like it don't slow you down. It does a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I said that before. If I had time, more time, I could do more things. But I have to devote a lot of time to five other people. The sixth person is my husband. The seventh person is me. But I'm the first person on the list. Don't get it twisted. But 
if I had more time to do the things that I desire to do more often, I might be a little further along. Not to say that I ain't women that shit. Just like I am and they done did way more. And they ain't even fucking married. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you what I think that would happen in my life. That's what I think. I don't know for sure. But. Yeah. That's my spiel y'all. I ain't got nothing else to say. I ain't gonna hold you as they say. I'm gonna go ahead and end that right there. Take care of yourself ladies. Okay. And men, take care of these women, even if you don't love them like that. They had your fucking children. Give them some respect. Give them some grace. And shit, even if you don't love them, shit, so show them some love that you would show any fucking human being. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they risk their life to bring your fucking child into this world. Put some respect on their name. Alright? Tell them Lisey said it. I said what I said. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Sincerely, Alicia.